Hey you guys, it's your girl Steffi G, that's me, and this is The Place to Be. This is the show up to go up podcast where you'll find inspiration and information on how to show up for yourself and live your best life. This podcast is for anyone who feels lost or stuck. Anyone that knows that they are capable of more, but isn't quite sure how to go about it. I'm here to encourage and guide you, but it all starts with you showing up for yourself. And it all starts now. Athena is one of my dear friends. She is a neighbor, an actress, a yoga instructor, and a meditation expert. She's also one of the kindest, funniest, and most open people that I know. I have talked about meditation in a couple episodes, but I wanted to go deeper, and so that's why I asked Athena to come on the show. I know you'll love her just as much as I do. Athena, thank you so much for showing up with me today. Oh, Steph, you're so sweet. I love you so much. I feel, oh, I feel so honored to be part of this, a part of your show, and I really am. I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. Well, yes, you have such a beautiful heart and a little bit of information for everyone listening. It just kind of seems like our souls are aligned. You have such a beautiful heart and I want to share that with everyone. So I'm so grateful that you are on today. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here and I'm so proud of you. I know that you took that journey um, in December where you decided to meditate every single day for 30 days. And I feel like after you were done with that, that's when the realization came up for you about creating the podcast. Is that is that correct? Yeah, definitely. There were so many realizations that I had during that time, like so many realizations about who I am as a person, but also so many realizations of passions and pursuits. I had things that came up that I had no idea that I even was interested in. Like one of those was to also write a book. And that's something that I'm still working on right now. But absolutely, when I finally made the decision to consistently do meditation and gratitude every single morning and doing it first thing in the morning for me was the most beneficial, but that was like such a game changer in my life. Yes, totally. I remember watching you, like we'd hang out and we'd talk about meditation. We had that one conversation for a while about meditation and you're telling me you're going to do it. And I was so excited for you because I was like, okay, I remember when I was in the beginning of my meditation journey and I was so excited for whatever was going to happen for you or to you or what you were going to learn in those 30 days. And then when I found out about the podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And then you started doing it and I've been listening to it and it's amazing. And that it just shows me, I mean, I know there's so much more to it, but just the power of meditation that you're able now to like live in your truth and to be your true self without apologizing. And, you know, we're always discovering, we're always becoming. So yeah, it's not always going to feel perfect or easy, but meditation really does make things a little bit easier and it does make life a lot more joyful. So yeah, absolutely. Since you talked about the start of your meditation journey, would you mind sharing more about that and how long you've been meditating and just a little bit of backstory of your past and how you got to where you are right now in your life? Yeah, for sure. So um, just first off, I'm a meditation and yoga teacher, and I work with groups and do private sessions. I also work with clients one-on-one to help them build a custom meditation practice that fits their life. So that's where I'm at now. But where I started was 
uh, let's see, with yoga, we'll start with yoga first. I remember being in high school and I was at a 24-hour fitness with my mom and we were working out. You know, they have those the gym classrooms where there's the glass and you can see the people working out and there was a yoga class going on. Me and my mom, we had no idea what yoga was, but we like looked in the room and we're like, what are these ladies doing? Like, this doesn't look like they're working out. Like, they're just <laughs> kind of doing these poses. You know, they're doing the asanas. I didn't know what asana was at the time, but the yoga poses. And we just kind of giggled, like, that's kind of silly, you know? But I was interested and I wanted to take a class. So the next time I saw a yoga class, I took it. And I realized, like, oh, these poses or what we're doing is not necessarily easy. And I kind of just got hooked. And off and on for about 11 years, I was just taking random yoga classes, going to studios. And then I think about two years ago is when I really started practicing regularly and becoming serious about it. Actually, today is the one-year anniversary of when I graduated my 200-hour yoga teacher training. So it's kind of cool that the synchronicity we're talking about that it's my one-year anniversary and then I get to be on this really cool podcast and talk about meditation. Pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It's so cool because definitely not a coincidence. Yeah. Oh, and then for meditation, um, actually what happened with that is I was working for a intuitive counselor. Uh, I was her personal assistant and she would have these group meditations and I was able to go to them for free because I was working with her and she would just guide us to these meditations. And I really didn't know what I was doing. I just kind of sat there and listened, but I started getting these feelings and these sensations in my body the more I practiced. And I really liked it. That feeling of basically what is kind of like alignment. It just felt good. And I knew I wanted to keep journeying within with that stuff. And one day I was meditating after doing a hike and I was feeling really uneasy. And I was like, I know that there's something else. So I was like, okay, cool. What is my next step? And I was meditating. And what came up when I heard that little voice I love so much was yoga. I just heard yoga. And I was like, yoga? Okay, that's not what I expected, but cool. All right. And I went to my computer and went and put a yoga video on and did some yoga. And then I, you know, I just kind of forgot about it. And then uh, towards the end of that year, two friends, um, two really important people that I had in my life um, died and I was crushed. And so from October until January, I just felt terrible. It just was not a good place to be. You know, there's just so many feelings and there's a lot of anger and just all these different things. So I meditated a lot and I cried a lot. And then I realized there was this moment I had when I was working at a coffee shop and a girl that I went to theater school came in and she had her yoga mat. I was just like, hey, it's great to see you. Like, what are you doing? Are you going to yoga class? And she said, actually, I'm going to go get my yoga teacher training certificate. I'm studying to be a yoga teacher. And I was like, awesome. But in my head, the thought I had was almost like a jealousy or just this quick thought of like, gosh, I really want to do that but I could never do that. And then it kind of went away. I hadn't thought about it since that day. And I realized like, oh, that's what that message was when I was meditating about yoga and thinking about that day in the coffee shop, hearing somebody tell me something that I wanted they were doing. And I couldn't even admit to myself that I wanted to do it. And that's when I really knew. And it all clicked in for me. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. And I did it. And it was one of the most amazing experiences I've had in my life doing that yoga teacher training and the meditation training and everything that I learned. Yeah, that's so amazing. First off, I want to say thank you for being so vulnerable and open about your pain. I'm so sorry about your losses. I wanted to ask when you are meditating and you hear that voice, 
I know that that voice is different than your mind or your thoughts, but can you try your best to tell people the difference, like how you know that it is your inner voice versus your mind talking to you? So meditation is just like letting go of these thoughts, like letting them pass and, you know, witnessing and not judging. And so when you're in alignment with your true self, when that all finally kind of fades away, you get these little messages from your true self, from who you really are, you know? That's why I call it the still tiny voice. I don't want to call it the silent voice because you can hear it if you can silent your mind enough. And if you practice enough, it's just this benefit you get. And it's just using the practice. And the difference between the spiraling down and the thoughts and the emotions and the feelings and all of that stuff that's constantly going through our heads, when you take that time to align yourself, for me, that's when I get to hear that voice, you know, and it's not every day. I can't just be like, okay, like right now I'm going to lay down and I'm going to do some yoga and, you know, sit up straight and meditate. And then that voice is just going to come to me because I got it like that. It is not like that at all. You got to get yourself in alignment. And that's when you get to talk to that voice, I guess. Yeah. Okay. If that makes sense. For sure. For sure. So what does it mean then to get into alignment? What does that look like? So alignment for me is just being in touch with your true self, being brave, being in tune with yourself. If you're feeling sad or alone, it's because you want to feel connection. And that's even a message. If you're feeling lonely, it's, it's you want to journey within yourself. And if you're feeling good and you're feeling positive and you're, ha- you know, you have joy, I feel like that's what alignment looks like is just living your true best life. Yeah, for sure. I'm reading Ask and It Is Given. Have you ever read it? Is that, um, who's the author? Abraham Hicks. Oh, Abraham Hicks. Yeah. I actually have not read Ask and It Is Given. Uh, I've read some of her other books and I study, I love her. I listen to her, her stuff on YouTube and but I haven't, but I know, I know the practice. I know Abraham Hicks. Yeah. And it's same thing. I mean, it just talks about how your emotions are your greatest indicator. If you are in alignment, if you are feeling upset or resistant, then there's something to that. And how can you focus your thoughts on things that make you happy so that you're sending out positivity so that you're attracting more positivity and you're in alignment with your truest self. Yeah, totally. One of the things that she says is just reaching for the better feeling thought. Yeah. And I really love that. And I use that. So when I'm feeling a certain way, instead of stewing in it for like a month and be or doing being depressed for a year or 10 years, whatever it is, because I've done that. I felt bad for a long time and I didn't do anything about it in the past. But now it's like, I can instantly change that by finding the better feeling thought. And I really love that technique of having that tool in my practice. And it's funny because it's so simple. It's just shift your thought, but it's also so hard. Like we make it so complicated, but as soon as you know that you hold the key to your thoughts, to your energy, to everything, like it's just so much more easy and so much more powerful and you can change your life that way. Totally. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. And like how you said, you practice first thing in the morning. I do my practice first thing in the morning because you are, you're setting yourself up for a good day. You're not letting all that resistance come in. Do your practice before you check your phone, before you read your emails. And if you can actually discipline yourself to do that, for me, I always have a better day. 
Yeah. Yeah. Before you let any of that noise or pressure or anything from the outside world. I remember when I was doing that 30 day challenge, I would do it and then I would go to work and the same little things that would annoy me, like I would have to do something and I used to be like, oh, and then because I had meditated, I was like, oh yeah, no problem. Like that doesn't bother me at all. It's so subtle, but it's huge. Yeah. I totally get that. Like I was a people pleaser and I didn't even know it. And like really meditating and learning about myself, I realized something in meditation is that, oh, it's because I want people to be happy. So I'm a people pleaser because I want people to be happy, but I need to work on my own happiness and my own joy. And to be able to do that and work on myself, I realized now like, yeah, I could still be kind. I can still be giving. For sure. Do you find it hard to balance between the people pleasing and feeling like you're not helping enough? Do you ever struggle with that? That's what the problem was with the people pleasing is exactly what you said. You totally boiled it down for me. And now I realize like it is, it's an inside job. And I, when I can align myself and feel good, then I know the right ways to, I could still be, I love being nice. I love being kind and I love people. Um, I just, with meditation, uh, my practice, I just know how to give my energy out or share my energy with people in a way that is healthy for me. So I'm not just constantly giving and giving and giving, you know, because then a lot of the times when you, you're worrying about people and you're doing all these different things for worrying about like what people think or worrying about people, like if someone's sick that, you know, or whatever it is, that worry doesn't change anything. It's just clouding your mind. So a lot of the times it's just, I send them love, I send them light and I kind of let it go. And when I'm with them, I make the conscious choice to share my energy. It's not just something like, oh, this person wants this, I'm going to give it to them. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So you said about worrying and how it is wasteful. And I know personally, like I have spent so much time worrying and focusing on things that don't matter. And you also said that you will spend time giving people your love. And I know that you've mentioned that to me before you will think of somebody and just pour love into them as you meditate. Can you share a little bit about what that practice looks like and why you do that? Uh, so it's like a, like a loving kindness kind of practice. For me, what it looks like is there's just different ways I do it. But if somebody pops up into my mind, there were times when I, somebody would pop up into my mind. I'm like, oh, I don't want to think about them. You know, like, oh, their problems are, oh, they're this. And I'm trying to, I'm meditating to deal with my stuff. And I would make this weird dialogue about it. Like it was, it was, ugh. Now what I do because of the practice and what I've learned is if somebody comes up that I love or somebody that I'm not super happy with at the time, I do. I just think about them. I send them love and light and, and then I let it go, you know, and then I can get back to my practice. There are times when I do practices where I am just thinking about people and sending them love and inspiration and things like that. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Just by putting out those loving thoughts, it puts you in a better state. So not only are you helping that person energetically, but you're also helping yourself. That's really beautiful. For someone that is listening and they have never meditated or they have tried to meditate and they hate it, they can't even do one minute without stopping. What advice would you have to get started in a practice? 
I would say take it slow and explore. And the journey within is one of the most exciting, beautiful journeys that you'll ever have. So to be able to sit down and take that time, even if it's for five minutes at first, just keep going, keep showing up, you know, what this show is about is just showing up for yourself, just show up to your practice and just do it. You know, it's not going to be easy. A lot of things in the beginning, especially, or you might discover that it clicks for you. It clicks fast. It is. It's a journey. Just start slow and then build your practice. My practice changes all the time from when I first started to where I am now. And yours will too. And you're going to feel this clarity and this vitality and this calmness and all these different ways that are so beautiful. It is worth it. It is worth taking the time to develop a meditation practice. And it's not going to be like this magic pill or this magic thing. But the more you practice, it it does. It feels kind of magical. It feels good. But it takes time. And it's not going to change like everything. But you just have this really great tool to go to self-discovery, discovering yourself, becoming yourself. It's all there for you. You just have to take it. You just have to claim it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like like you were saying, it's a practice. It's evolving. There's no right or wrong way to meditate. Sometimes you cry. Sometimes you laugh. Sometimes you're focusing on different things, words or a feeling or a quote. Like It's always different and it's whatever you need in that moment. But it's really great that you said going inward and loving the journey of going deeper and finding out who you are. Yeah, totally. I love that. And even what you just said about like the crying and I've been in yoga classes and I will cry and it's a release. You're releasing something, you know, you have these feelings in your body, there's just these sensations and they're good. You're moving that prana, that life force through your body. The same thing with meditation. When stuff is coming up, you're releasing it. You know, there's resistance and then there's, you know, release and you're releasing that resistance. And that is just a beautiful thing. Yeah. Healing, right? Totally, totally. Another thing was that feeling of when when you feel like you're spiraling down or spiraling out of control with the practice and when you are showing up for yourself, the same way you can spiral down, you can spiral up and you can feel good. You know, we have the ability to change. Like the the thing with going back to Abraham Hicks is the better feeling thought. And it's a practice. It's not going to click immediately or every time, but that's why it's a practice. And when you do it, it, it really helps. Yeah, absolutely. Well, girl, this has been an amazing conversation. Before I let you go, I want to ask, do you have a quote that is your favorite quote or something that you love to live by? Uh, Yeah, there's a quote. It's by Joseph Campbell, and it's participate joyfully in the sorrows of the world. We cannot cure the world of sorrows, but we can choose to live in joy. Mm, That is perfect. It matches what you just said so perfectly. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I know that my heart is happier. I learned so much and I know everyone else will as well. Is there anything that you want to mention that you're excited about or what's next for you or where people can find you? Yeah. So one of the things that I've been building is uh, working one-on-one with clients to help them create a custom meditation practice that fits their life. And if anybody is interested in learning more about meditation and yoga, and it's for people, it's like they don't know where to start or what they want to do with meditation and yoga. They're just, they just know that it's calling to them. I consult with you. We build a practice and it's really cool. I have a few clients right now and it's really awesome to see them blossoming. It's really, it's a beautiful thing. And oh, and you can follow me on Instagram and Athena does yoga. So at Athena does yoga, A-T-H-E-N-A. 
Awesome. Well, yeah, and I will put all of her information into the show notes. So if you want to contact her and if you're curious about meditation or yoga, she is an amazing person to go to to get information and like she said, build a custom plan for you. Well, thank you so much, Athena. This has been awesome. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for showing up with me. Oh, thank you so much for letting me be here and talk about meditation. And I appreciate you so much too. And I just, I love and adore you. And I'm super proud of you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My goal for this podcast is to reach and help as many people as possible. So it would mean so much if you would take the time to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. See you next time.